All right, welcome to the Your Financial EKG podcast. My name is Drew Blackston. I am your virtual advisor host today. I'm also a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, and today I'm going to help you get to and through retirement. Now, we have got a very interesting topic that I want to talk about today. And I kind of thought about this one a little while ago and have been writing down some notes. And so this is really a topic that was born out of the pandemic and born out of watching the quote unquote gig worker kind of come to fruition during during the COVID pandemic. And, and what I saw were people that were hurting for money, hurting for cash flow, and then they the entrepreneurial spirit really blossomed during COVID. People doing all sorts of jobs to get extra cash, um, whether that was driving for Uber or doing DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. Um, That's where this podcast really was born out of. So I want to talk today about finding money in your home. I'm going to repeat that. Finding money in your home. And again, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, If this is your first time with us, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Lots of good information about us. You can also sign up to visit virtually with an advisor there. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Drew Blackston, or you can go on our YouTube page, Your Financial EKG. Um, is the t- is the uh, title of that YouTube page where we've got a lot of great information. We do it in video format. Try to keep it fun and informative. And we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave a comment, uh, share this with your friends, go on our YouTube page and subscribe. We would love to have you there. So let's find some money in your home because sometimes money is right under our nose and we don't even realize it. And you might be thinking, Drew, what in the world are you talking about? There is no money in my house. Well, don't be like that commercial where the guy went and smashed his walls looking for money in his house. Maybe there's some money buried in your backyard. I don't know. Maybe your, you know, your house is buried on I mean, your house buried underneath is some money from somebody in the 1800s they left. I don't, I don't, I doubt that. But let's look for some easy ways to find money or free up cash flow in your home. So let's act like you um, need a little bit more cash. You want to buy something expensive, or your job is cut back on hours, or you know you just you just look around your home and you've got a bunch of stuff. What can you do? I would say the first thing that maybe you can look at doing, and this is what my wife and I did during the pandemic. It wasn't necessarily that we were struggling for money, but we looked around and we saw, because we were home 24-7 and we have two kids and two dogs, we saw all this stuff and we said, do we really need all of this stuff? So what do we do? We looked for ways to sell our stuff. Uh, We had a garage sale. Uh, We went on Facebook Marketplace. We went on Craigslist. I know there's some other apps out there that'll let you sell things and you can actually ship it across the country. Um, But we look for ways to actually sell some of our stuff to free up some cash flow. You know, and things that really sold well were things like old electronics, um, clothes, furniture, especially desk. Um, Look for things you can sell in your house. Maybe you've got, you know, I had this old Panasonic camcorder from when I was in college. Now, I've been, I've graduated from college um, a little, maybe 12, 13 years ago. And so, you know, well, actually, gosh, it's been probably about 15 years now. 
But anyway, I had this old Panasonic camcorder that I used to use when I played baseball in college to record my swing so that I could see my hands and see my feet and just kind of watch my swing. And, you know, we don't really use it today. We don't need it, obviously, with our iPhone and 4K recording on that. Why do we need this Panasonic? So I put it on Craigslist for 100 bucks. And I was thinking, I don't know if anybody's going to actually buy this for 100 bucks. It was in pristine condition, right? I, I, you know, I used it, but I didn't bang it. It was in great condition. And I actually had a guy drive about four hours from West Palm Beach, Florida to come get my Panasonic camera. And the reason he came four hours for it was because he wanted, he had a box of tapes that he had recorded of his kids. His kids were much older now, and he wanted to be able to play those tapes. So that was something that was just sitting in my house. I could have easily thrown it away, but I just stuck it on Craigslist, and man, after five minutes, I got $100 for it. And that's something you can do. You can sell some of your old stuff. I had an old Nintendo 64. I think they're selling for about 150 bucks refurbished online. Uh, I had a garage sale. People always come looking for you know, old Nintendos and things like that, I sold it for 50 bucks. Mine wasn't in the best of condition. The remotes were not, you know, only one remote worked. The other remote was all banged up. I probably got hosed on the deal because, yeah, they could refurbish it and sell it for 150 bucks. But I was happy with my 50 bucks. I got rid of it, 50 bucks, and I got it out of my house and freed up some storage. So there's got to be some stuff that you can sell. Maybe you've got a bunch of Christmas decorations. Maybe you've got a bunch of holiday decorations. You can sell those. People will buy that stuff. You would be surprised. People will drive 45 minutes to buy a $5 painting that we put on Facebook Marketplace. So it's not about being cheap. It's not about being frugal. There are things that you could donate to your local Salvation Army or Goodwill that I think is really, really good. But listen, if you need a little extra cash, maybe look for things that you can sell around your house. Now, let's talk about number two. And this one, this is a, this is a point I'm going to get into your business a little bit because um, people don't like to don't like to talk about budgeting and I'm not going to get into budgeting today but I'm going to get into your budget a little bit so if you want to find some money in your home one of the things that you probably need to do is check your subscriptions check your subscriptions how many subscriptions do you have every month do you have Netflix Disney plus Amazon Prime Hello Fresh uh, bark box what what are your subscriptions stitch fix? Um, maybe if you got rid of one or two of those subscriptions, you would have a little bit extra cash flow. Now, maybe you're trying to save and invest more. Well, I'm not telling you to get rid of your subscriptions. If you like watching Netflix, my wife and I have Disney Plus. We have Amazon Prime. We, we like using those apps, especially the Disney Plus app for our kids. But a couple years ago, we realized we weren't using Netflix very much. We weren't really watching it. We didn't like the content. Um, that was being produced on there for our family. We didn't really like some of the, you know, some of the stuff that was being put out there, and so we got rid of Netflix, and that saved us whatever it saved us on a monthly basis. And so I'm not telling you to cancel Netflix. What I'm saying is maybe you can look around and say, what are these? What subscriptions am I not using? Maybe if you're getting BarkBox, do you need BarkBox every month for your dog? Does your dog need a new treat every month? A new dog toy every month? I'm just saying, if you're trying to free up some cash flow, maybe look around at ways that you can free it up. I know Walmart Plus has a new subscription service. I think it's $97 for the year, and they'll deliver your groceries. Well, if Walmart's pretty close to your house and you can just drive to do pickup, and that's free, and you're healthy enough to do that, you don't have any you know issues, maybe don't do Walmart Plus and just drive there. 
So I'm not telling you, again, I'm not telling you to get rid of certain subscriptions. Keep the ones that benefit you the most. So my wife and I, she's pregnant currently. Um, you know, there's a lot of days that she doesn't feel good. So we signed up for HelloFresh. You know, we're just doing the subscription while she's pregnant. We feel like it's easy. I'm not the best meal planner. If, if I'm planning meals, it's pizza, it's sandwiches, it's quesadillas, it's things like that. Things that I could easily make. I don't really have a lot of time to do meal prep. Well, for her, she likes, you know, cooking and things. But, but right now, she doesn't always feel like it. So we signed up to do HelloFresh. They had some good discounts. And we did it because right now it makes sense. Now, will we continue it? You know, I don't know. Probably not. Once she's back up on her feet and our baby's here and everything's, you know, going in the right direction, you know, we might not do it. Or we might. But what I'm saying is I want you to look at your subscriptions. Look at where your money is going. And are there ways that you can save money by cutting out some of those subscriptions? Okay, so we looked for stuff to sell. Number two, we checked our subscriptions. Number three, I think this one's really interesting. I actually got this from a friend of mine who's in the PNC business, the property and casualty insurance business. And this, this is what he said. You know, every year you need to review your investments. So the third way to find money in your home, I'm sorry, not review your investments, review your insurance cost. Um, if you own a home, you have homeowner's insurance. If you own a car, you have auto insurance. Maybe you have term life insurance and, and you got rated a standard and you're in better shape now. You could go to a preferred. Um, review your insurances every year. Call your property and casualty agent and ask them, hey, can, can I review my insurance costs? A lot of times with car insurance, I do this every year. I call my property and casualty guy and I ask to get quotes every year on my car insurance because I want to see, you know, Sometimes I'm with Progressive, sometimes I'm with Safeco, sometimes I'm with whoever. I just want to see who's going to give me the best rate for where I'm at. You know, we live in Hillsborough County, which is in Tampa, and it's a high insurance cost state. One, because we're close to the coast uh, for hurricanes. Two, there's a lot of bad accidents here, and there's a really major highway. It's I-4. And so our auto insurance is high. So I check every year our home and auto insurance because I want to make sure that I'm getting the best deal. Now with life insurance, that's another thing you need to look at every year. Maybe you got life insurance 10 years ago, you know, and you're paying a certain amount. You could probably check it to see if you can get a better rate, especially if you were rated at a level below preferred when you first got life insurance and changes in tables and things like that help. Um, you maybe lower your rate. So check your insurance cost every year. So three things that you can do to find money in your home. Number one, look for stuff to sell. Number two, check your subscriptions. And number three, review your insurance costs, especially your home, your auto, your life, and your health insurance. Now, if you need any help with the last one, review your insurance costs, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Would be honored to help you with those things. When it comes to selling stuff in your house, I'm not going to help you out there. I'm not going to tell you what to sell, but you surely can find some stuff to get rid of, to sell, and to free up some cash flow. And I am surely not going to step on your toes and tell you what subscriptions to get rid of. But if you do feel tight at the end of every month, maybe it does make sense to cancel some subscriptions, even if it's cable, even if you're a sports fan, maybe you need to find another way to watch sports. Uh, I did this last year. I used Hulu because it was cheaper than our cable company, and I watched sports. 
And so maybe that's something that you can do every year as well. So hopefully this has helped you be beneficial. Again, my name is Drew Blackston. I'm a retirement certified retirement counselor, investment advisor, and virtual financial planner. If you want a financial plan put together for you to help you get to and through retirement, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com, or give me a call at 352-409-7340. Hopefully you're having a great day. Bye-bye.